There is no doubt that as 2022 rolls on, digital customer service is going to be the differentiator between those who win and the also-rans. But did you know that digital customer service is extending into areas such as M&A core conversations and digital transformations to make the customer experience seamless? To find out more, we have back for an encore appearance, Rick DeLisi, the lead analyst of Glia. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, Kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth. A learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic, a podcast produced by NMD Plus Productions based in London. I'm Lou Carlosa, your host. And today, <laughs> who says you can't go back to the well for an encore as podcast guests go? We have someone on the show today that I enjoyed talking to so much just a few weeks ago that we invited him back. And here he is, Rick DeLisi. Rick is the lead analyst of Glia. Glia is a leading provider of digital customer service. Together with Dan McKelly, the co-founder and CEO of Glia, they have written a book, Digital Customer Service, Transforming Customer Experience for an On-Screen World. That book seeks to help organizations, including banks and credit unions, reimagine how they support customers in the digital world. We're gonna talk more today about the digital customer service phenomenon and here he is a man with even more dulcet tones than mine rick delisi <laughs> welcome back to bankadelic thanks lou great to be with you again you have written this incredible book in partnership with dan mccaley and i would love for you once again to take us through what the book is about and why you think it was important to get something like this out there into the marketplace and the financial services sphere. I mean, ultimately, the book is about the transformation that we're all experiencing. And by all, I mean every company and every one of us as people. We've all evolved into becoming on-screen people. We live on our screens pretty much all day, every day. And when it comes to service, the kinds of interactions that are typically the most critical for the success of customer loyalty and long-term customer value. Why is it that so many companies are still operating in a phone-based service environment? It's really out of touch with the way we all live. So transforming customer service to an on-screen world means 
presenting the options for customers to be able to solve as many problems and issues as they can in self-service, but making available the possibility of a live interaction, but without having to dial the digits of a phone number, being able to speak to a company representative or agent right through your own screen, which is where the vast majority of interactions start. I mean, according to the latest data from Forrester, 84% of customers who have some kind of an issue with the company start their interaction on that company's website or mobile app. And if that's where people are, why is it that so many companies are still insisting or even forcing customers to have to stop a digital interaction and dial the 10 digits of a phone number when they want to have a live conversation? So indeed, why? Why do you think that is? Legacy history, it's the way it's always been. And by the way, the way it's always been has worked generally pretty well for companies until recently. And again, if you were going to put a flag in the ground as to when recently is, let's go with March of 2020, when every one of us became that much more digitally oriented at the onset of the pandemic. And those habits, those expectations, those behaviors have continued and are only going to continue to grow as we go forward. Indeed. And the first year you heard the refrain, I heard it plenty, was that in one year we progressed about seven years in terms of digital innovation and technology. I don't know that anybody has updated that figure since 2021, so it may be safe to bet we have accelerated another seven years, which in my mind makes the concept of digital customer service and the integrity it brings more important than ever. So let's set the stage for where we are right now and give us a taste, give the listeners a taste of what is possible here. Well, imagine as a customer, so think about this from the perspective of your own experiences as an individual customer of hundreds of companies. If you have a problem or an issue with some company you're dealing with, you go to their website or app and see if you can solve your problem yourself. Is there an option to be able to get the information or to be able to conduct the transaction or go through the process that I'm engaging in at the moment? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes it's very easy to solve your own problems. And almost always, that's the best and most effortless experience whenever you don't need any additional assistance. But this is the thing that we all know to be true about service. No matter how digital we become or no matter how digital your organization becomes, there's always going to be situations in which having a live conversation with a live human being not only makes sense, but is more reassuring, helps me feel like everything is going to be taken care of. That live human contact and the need for it, while it may be reduced by some percentage, never goes away entirely. So when people hear the term digital customer service, the first impression is always, oh, okay, I know what that means. No more human contact. Everything is done by bots or AI. And the reality is many more things can be done by bots or AI than ever before. But at no point will we ever get to the level where no human contact is ever necessary. Now the question becomes, how does that human contact get initiated? Today, unfortunately, it means the customer has to stop everything they were doing in the digital interaction or journey they were on and start all over again by dialing 10 digits of a phone number. Well, what if that didn't need to be the case? So if you could, in the middle of your own digital journey, 
press a button on your screen and talk to a live human being on your screen, who, by the way, would already know who you are because you've already been authenticated and already have a strong idea of what your issue is based on what you've been doing on the website or app, it would still be the same two people having a conversation, but it would be a completely different experience for both the customer and the agent they're talking to. Unbelievable, right? It's so simple. I know in some cases I have had my own customer service interactions where this seems to be increasingly the case and others where I am led through voicemail hell. And I want to delineate two things that you just said because I think they are so important. One is that the myth of mutual exclusivity, that you either get one thing or the other, physical service or digital service, is a lie. It is a myth, right? And the second thing the physical can work in this elegant harmony, the customer service rep, with the digital, having that information already in front of them, number one, and number two, not making the customer start from scratch as they're going through the process, because often that process is time consuming. This is a new way, it's a new path. And I had no idea, for example, that digital customer service could apply to M&A. And I'd love it if you could walk us through that. Sure. I mean, we're using M&A as an example, but you could probably expand it out to any significant event that's going to change the interface that your customers have with your company. So it could be M&A, or it could be some major system upgrade, or complete renavigation of your website or app or a core conversion, any of these tumultuous internal events, which obviously require a lot of mind share and creativity and project planning on the part of any company, will invariably create a massive spike in customer contact. And so how well prepared is your organization for that extra spike of customer inquiry, customer confusion, customer frustration? Well, a lot of companies hear about digital customer service and a common reaction is, man, that sounds great. That sounds exactly like what we need and exactly like what our customers are demanding and expecting. But let's move forward with that transformation after we've settled all these other issues that we're dealing with. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but what we've been learning from the companies that are transforming is that if this digital transformation occurs before this next big change management event, it creates such an easier pathway for customers and will greatly reduce the amount of pain the company experiences as they go through that transition. So the time to transform isn't after everything else is settled, but before. There is no doubt about that. Now, let's move an inch forward on the evolutionary scale, if you will. Someone comes to you and they say, Rick, I'm sold, read the book, get it, on board with it, but man... I'm surrounded by people who say, we can do this later. I want to do this now. What might you tell them? Well, the first thing every company ought to do, and many already do this, at least in an informal way, is create something like a top 10 list of the most common issues or processes that customers contact your company to resolve. So what are the most frequent, the most reoccurring issues? Some of them might be very simple. Others might be considerably more complex. But take a look at each one of those individual issues, the reasons that customers are contacting you, and ask yourself, for a person who's having this exact issue or has this exact need, 
what would be the best kind of experience for a person at that moment? Would it be an all digital experience where self-service or at least guided self-service takes the customer to the end point of the process or the issue that they're dealing with? Would it be an immediate live conversation to just get right to that one-to-one interaction? Or would it be some hybrid of both? Would it be best for both the customer and the company for some parts of that interaction to occur digitally and others to occur live? But again, when we say live, we always mean on the customer screen and in the context of their digital interaction. So it seems odd to think that personalization as it turns out, isn't really about the person. It's not so much setting up an experience that meets your needs as an individual person, but much more about curating an experience that's exactly right for the specific issue that you're dealing with at the moment. For the same exact customer, there are a variety of issues that would be best handled by a completely self-service experience, others with a completely live experience, and still more that would probably be best served by a hybrid of both. So thinking much more in terms of how do we want to create the right experience for each issue type rather than for each person, first of all, that's a whole lot less daunting. And secondly, it's a lot more practical. Now, on those lines, would it be feasible for companies to undertake some sort of customer education? In other words, helping them to understand this is how the process is going to work. This is how we're going to help you. Or does it make more sense to say, you don't need to know how the sausage is made. We're going to create the seamless experience for you. You're going to love it. We'll take you through it. In almost every case, the latter is going to be the best. Customers, even those who would say in a survey, I like to feel like I'm in control of the interactions that I have, or I know what I need, invariably do best when they're guided through the process. You know, the setting of expectations about how long this process is going to take, what are the steps, how will we as a company be able to confirm to you to your full emotional satisfaction that everything's going to be taken care of the way you hoped and the way we said, some form of guidance is almost always best, particularly for anything that requires any kind of iteration or diagnosis, more complex issues. Now, the world moves fast, right? And your book is a very recent phenomenon. However, if the technology is accelerating the way that it is, if customers have changed their habits in line with that, given the pandemic and given how much our lives have become virtual work-at-home lives, I'm wondering, as you look at 2022, let's say you were going to add an updated chapter to the book, or you yourself are looking at this and you're getting really excited. What do you think we might see in the next 12 months that is otherwise maybe just beyond our reach, but it's coming and it's really going to change this even more? It really comes down again to your finger pressing 10 digits of a phone number. Customers are starting to awaken to the fact that that's an old-fashioned or even archaic behavior. You know, think about all the things that we used to dial a phone number to learn or get or obtain, the kinds of information sources or the kinds of interactions that we would commonly do by dialing the digits of a phone number. I'll give you a couple of examples. Reservations of any kind. 
airline reservations, hotel reservations, restaurant reservations. Those things all used to be done just a couple of years ago by dialing the digits of a phone number. Well, people are awakening to the fact that that just doesn't make any sense in today's world when a much richer experience exists on my own screen. Lou, I don't want to try to guess your age. I'll just say I'm old enough to remember when we would call a telephone number to find out the weather report or time and temperature. <laughs> remember that? Well, I had a pet Tyrannosaurus Rex, so that about dates me. <laughs> I mean, remember movie phone? You know, imagine explaining to a teenager that we would call a telephone number to find out what time Star Wars was playing at the local theater. <laughs> Those things now feel like you know, churning your own butter or making your own wagon wheels. Like you could still do those things, but why would you? And I would say at the end of the day, you and I are customers too. We know what it feels like from a personal point of view. So I can't imagine a better world to live in as a customer. And Rick, do you know what the phrase three-peat means? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just love having you as a regular stop by on the podcast. I learn a lot every time. I learned a lot today. Rick, thank you so much for making the time. Great to talk to you as always, Lou. We'll do it again next time. Rick DeLisi is the lead analyst of Glia. That's a leading provider of digital customer service and the co-author of Digital Customer Service, Transforming Customer Experience for an On-Screen World. It is published by Wiley. I urge you to go out and get the book. In the meantime, you can look for Rick on LinkedIn. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q U O N. T-I-C-Bank.com. You know, this kit is a rerun from the last time Rick DeLisi was on the show, but I've got to tell you, I think it is so good that it deserves an encore presentation. In fact, you could say, I dig it all. 
Well, it was a fabulous conversation today with Rick DeLisi about digital customer service and... No. Who the hell are you? It's not important, but I'm going to teach you how to read. Let's dig it all. Customer service. I'm afraid there's... No, No, let me explain it to you. When you get on the phone and you talk to that customer service rep, they got a really sweet voice and they help you out with your problems. You know, they sound kind of sexy. I dig it all. No, that is not at all what our guest talked about today on Bankadelic. It was- I don't care what the guest talked about. I want to know if you know what I'm talking about. And I'm talking about the kind of customer service will. <laughs> I dig it all. <laughs> I'm afraid this is like one of the most absurd things I have ever heard. Dig it all customer service? That's right. I think you're out of step with the times. No, let's take a look. We're going to do a little spelling lesson right now. Digital. It is digital. D-I-G-I-T-A-L. D-I-G-I-T-A-L. That's right. See, digital. Why did they leave the other L off? I don't dig that at all. (laughs) You all right? I know a certain sweet little customer service rep I could introduce you to. Now, if you can dig this at all, Bankadelic presents... Three Bullseyes. Number one. Transforming customer service to an on-screen world means presenting the options for customers to be able to solve as many problems and issues as they can in self-service, but making available the possibility of a live interaction, but without having to dial the digits of a phone number. Number two. Personalization, it's not so much setting up an experience that meets your needs as an individual person, but much more about curating an experience that's exactly right for the specific issue that you're dealing with at the moment. Number three. 84% of customers who have some kind of an issue with a company start their interaction on that company's website or mobile app. Why is it that so many companies are still insisting or even forcing customers to have to stop a digital interaction and dial the 10 digits of the phone number when they want to have a live conversation? And now lose views. I've mentioned this many times on Bankadelic episodes, including the last time Rick DeLisi of Glia was on the show. The idea that at the end of the day, we're all customers too, and we should be able to make that connection between what we want and desire as customers and what the customers of our businesses want. If there is an imperative to create a first-class, peerless digital customer service paradigm, it's this. If you don't do it now, your competitor will, and they will leave you in the dust. One of the analogies that came up during the episode was the idea of the buggy whip. You can keep tweaking the way you make a buggy whip. You can make the best buggy whip in the business. But if everybody is now driving a car, what difference does that make? What good does that do? 
digital customer service is a reality that is already here and marrying the digital and the physical in a way that that customer service representative already has all the information you've inputted in front of them and can help you. Well, that's not just a seamless experience. That is a chance to surprise and delight a customer. And so it's time to rethink how we approach digital customer service and how we adapt. Just because change is difficult doesn't mean that it's not necessary. And it's one of those rare instances where in the drive to make more money and to improve our bottom lines, we vastly improve the lives of the people we serve. Everybody wins. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn. And as the feds close in on me and the other wise guys, I'll be thinking. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD+, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.